This is Nick. This is Rick. And welcome back to this episode of King's Talk. I'm so excited and super excited to start this particular episode. Exactly. So so the trash came on to feed the people that had a trash mind. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. That's good. That's good. Man, anyways. So yeah, Paul is, you know, Paul is telling us about to be transformed. Um, I love the word alchemized, uh, converted or made over by the renewing, which is a continuing thing. It's not something that's just one and done. It's -hmm. something that's continual. Trash comes in, waste come out. It's just like your your body. When you're putting food into your body, yes, your body's absorbing those nutrients, but whatever else is not needed is being let out via waste. Um, so something for you guys to think about. So how do we, what is renewing, Nick, what does renewing look like? Um, what does it look like? Yeah. What, what is, all right. What, all right. Let me, let me, let me rephrase that. What are some practical ways that we can renew the mind? Okay. Practical ways to renew the mind. Um, well, I think one of the first things you should do is is look at your current mind state and your current mentality. Um, you know, once you once you view your current mind state and your current mentality, I mean, you can go as basic as writing, uh, uh, getting a piece of paper, writing two columns, like my current mind state for one column and where my mind needs to be in the other column. You know, um, because you, you don't, you know, like the Bible says, uh, write the vision, make it plain. Mm. You You can't even begin to renew your mind if you don't know you know you you don't you don't you you have to know where you're going in order to get there Mm. so so i mean obviously um you got you have to know um (laughs) help me out here you gotta know yeah you gotta know where you're going you know in order to get there so a practical way to renew your mind is is figuring out what mind renewal looks like what Mm. you know like what what um like if, in other words, if my um using a natural example, if my blood pressure was high, I would need to know. All right, so first, in order to change something, you first need to know that there's there's an issue there. Mm. So I figure out, I figure out. So I'll get my blood pressure checked. If my blood pressure is at a certain place, then I'll look and see what the normalcy chart is, and and then and then I have to begin to put any practices in place in order to bring my blood pressure into the range it needs to be bought into. So, yeah. so in order to, to renew your mind, that's the, my, my example of just saying that you need to, you need to figure out what your current mind state is and you need to figure out what mind state you need to have I love it. And before you can even get to the place of renewing your mind. And then it's a process of training, you know, um, of training your mind into this new mindset. It may take months, you know, it may, what is it like 21 days or 30 days to change a habit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so a, a, a lot of us, a lot of us were raised wrong, if we be honest about it. Mm. You know, a, a lot of us were just flat out not raised right. We were raised in single parent homes. And we were oh, wait, raised... so you so you mean to tell me that uh, diabetes is not hereditary? I don't think it is. I, you know what? At the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, what, what you do um, with your life, it's, it's going to be the, the majority of how your life is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if your mama had, because you know what? 
the pastor of the church we go to now, mm. his dad died at 51. Mm. Guess what age is his granddad died at? 51. Mm. Now, if he dies at 51, it's because it was in his mind. He wanted to die at 51. <laughs> wow. You know, you know so the, the, the point I'm trying to make is, if you believe that, if, if my grandfather, if my dad died of diabetes because he was 300 pounds overweight and my granddad died of diabetes because he was 300 pounds overweight, mm. if I if I believed that in my mind that, oh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm going to, it's going to carry over and I'm going to be just like my dad and my granddad. Mm. And I really believe that to the, to the T, then um, physical health or mental health wouldn't be wouldn't be a priority in my life. I'm going to eat what I want to eat because I'm going to die at 51 anyway. I'm going to die like, I'm going to die diabetes anyway because they got it. But if you, if you choose different patterns though in your life. That's good. That's good. And you know what? Even if they did die, that, that ought to be your reason and your excuse to say, you know what? I got to be extra right about it. I because be I don't want right. to die. I, refu I refuse to die for the same reason they die. So what you're telling me is that, and, and I'm going to let you continue on here, but I want to make sure that we, kind of look at this on a practical point of view. So the first step is recognizing where the problem is. Yes. Re recognizing that there's a problem. That there's a problem. Recognizing that there's a problem. Okay. And then, and then like you said, recognizing what the problem is, bringing that in, in the perspective. Yes. Bringing that perspective. And then you stated earlier, then getting some knowledge about that thing. Yes. All right. Yep. So so when we're looking for knowledge on this particular area, because a lot of people and, and we're being very broad here, but a lot of people may say, well, you know, how do I obtain knowledge about this particular area? Well, I will tell you this, um, you know, because this is, of course, a, a, a Christian podcast, I want to be as practical as possible. So the way that you get knowledge about a particular issue is you got to go to the word of God first and foremost. And for those who are not, you know, um, not necessarily reading our Bible on a regular basis, you can find uh, legitimately scripture on just about any area of your life. I mean, any area of your life, bro. I got this. Um, it's called a pocket Bible for men. And legitimately it has, if I'm, I'm feeling anxiety that particular day, I just go look up anxiety and there's scriptures there for anxiety. You know, if I'm, having, uh, if I'm struggling with, uh, um, let's say with, um, give me something, you know, uh, uh, a, let's say a boss issue, you know, uh, authority, you know, uh, uh, having issues with an authority, there's scriptures for authority. There's literally, um, scripture in the Bible about every area of your life. So I would say now is when it, as it pertained to personal development or, or really any area of your life, is there a scripture? I mean, is this the only place that you go? No, uh, not at all. But it's a starting point, one, in my opinion, to see where God is leading you with this. Because I think when you look at things from a scriptural point of view, it deals with the heart of the matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it deals with the heart of the matter and it starts breaking up uh, maybe many issues that were that you wasn't thinking about. So there may be many areas in your life that uh, you weren't thinking about. It could be generational, like Nick was talking about, right? There's a mindset to our diet 
that we don't think about. If I, if my parents passed on, and that's why I mentioned diabetes, because if my parents passed on um, eating chitlins and and pig's feet, you know, and and and, and pickle sausages and you know all this all this unhealthy and just you know their 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 meal was based upon you know all of these fatty foods and they're the wrong fats um then and i love it and i'm inheriting that particular um diet then it's not that it's hereditary it's just habitual or it's habit form it's a habit that you built in and that habit yeah go ahead so oh, a lot of times it's a lot of times it's hereditary because birds of a feather flock together. Flock together, yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's why it's hereditary because everybody everybody doing it. Right. Not but, not necessarily because I inherited genes that caused me to just automatically be sick out of the womb because my mama ate like crap. Now I gotta eat like crap. Nah, if yeah, you don't crap. do what your mama, if you you don't do what your mama do, then it's a it's a great possibility that you're not gonna get what your mama had. <laughs> so uh, you know. Fact. Big, facts. big facts, like the kids yeah. say. Big facts. <laughs> you know, I got a scripture here. Big facts. Um, <laughs> I got a scripture here. Okay. It's Second Timothy uh, two fifteen, um, and we're just keeping this holy, keeping this com combo holy. It says, "Be diligent to present yourselves approved mm -hmm. to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly devise the word of truth." So here's mm -hmm. the thing, here's the thing, when uh, looking at the scripture, you know, first and foremost, be diligent about yourself, you know, you know, be, be very practical, be real, you know, the, another word would be real with yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you are struggling in a particular area, you know, personally, that, yo, these are, there's some issues that I've been dealing with. You know what I mean? Here's some issues that I've been dealing with for, for a while. And every year you're thinking about these issues. You know, you're thinking about it consistently. You're thinking about them, but you really hadn't acted on them, but you know that they're there. Get real about that situation. Say, look, you know what? I got. This, this seems like a perfect segue into an episode on addictions is what it sounds like. Ooh, to me. Yes, man. Yes. I just keep feeling, keep feeling that. <laughs> yeah, we can go in there, man. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people think that addiction is, you know, you can th think of drugs and one, 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 but addictions can be a numerous amount of things. Um, that, that have but, the same, that may not be a physical substance, but have the same impact on the mind, on the brain. On the brain. Oh, yeah. man, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so being real about that thing, right? But also, too, presenting that to God. Mm. That's, you know, to me, that's really amazing because so I'm recognizing an issue. I am now getting information about it, right? Maybe the, the information I'm getting about it is knowledge based. That's from Google or whatever it may be. But I want to ask God about it. How, how are you going to truly be delivered, let's say, set free from a particular situation? Um, um, sometimes we, we find, we, we go and we look those things and it's, don't get me wrong. Research is great. You can look it up and do all the research you want to, but sometimes God can be like, man, this is the way you get rid of it. Boom. Just like that. Yeah. You know I mean, so go to God on that thing. Say, Lord, I'm having 
and, and, and this is a practical, you know, prayer, you know, Lord, I am having an issue in this particular area. You know, I'm having an issue with uh, drug addictions. I'm having issues with not maintaining um, uh, studying the way I should. You know, I want to have this particular degree by this particular age. Have your ambition for that particular thing is speaking it out. So speaking it mm -hmm. and, 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 and getting it out there, putting it out there in the universe, so to speak, right? A lot of people say that nowadays too. I'm going to put it out there in the universe. So if you're putting it out there and you're sharing it with God, now your words have, have, have power. They, they have an effect. And so if you're speaking positive things into your life, then positive things are going to happen. It's just a, it's just a natural law of, 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 of living. You know, if I'm speaking only negative things in my life, then I'm going to get negative thing, negative occurrences in my life. So we got to also, like you mentioned, Nick, having a team. So if you got a team that's speaking all of this positive stuff into your life, that means, folks, I'm telling you this, that means that you may have some friends that may not have the same vision that you may have. Mm. You may have some haters in amongst your, your, your circle of friends. And you may have to be like, yo, on this topic, I can't have you there. Like on this topic, I can't have you there as well. Because the, 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 the issue is whatever you receive, and we always think about our eyes and our mouths and our nose and our in our in our in our you know as being gates to our body, but our ears are a major factor of gate uh, gates to our body as well. Nick hit on this as well, where he mentioned, you know, late night you you watching the show, these ads hit you, you go to sleep, and your body begins to process that information. Anyway, anyway, would you, would you be in sleep? It's just rolling right all over. You. <laughs> Dude, I've had hey, dreams. You, go ahead. You wake up, wake up in the morning. You went to bed at nine o'clock. The TV's still on. At ten o'clock, the McDonald's commercial come on. At, at, at uh, nine o'clock the next morning, you want a cheeseburger? Don't even know why. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like man, I wake man. I've seen like all right. So give you an example. I was you know Longhorns had been on my head and my mind. I was like man, I don't really go and and eat you know eat Longhorns. I don't eat steak like that. You know I, I don't eat steak or I don't eat beef like that. And long story short, man, I kept coming across. I did a couple of searches on my phone, looking for location, you know, and this is what sometimes the enemy does. You putting mm -hmm. it out there in the air that that's what you're interested. The enemy's like, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> Let me go ahead and send you this. I'm gonna go ahead and send you that. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep it in the forefront of your mind and don't let it be something that's completely negative, right? Because the enemy has a way of saying, you ain't gonna never do it. Look, you failed at this. You looked at it. You looked at it last year, and look at you. You tried it the year before last, and look at you. And so your mindset is, I am never gonna achieve. Blah 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 blah. I'm yep. never gonna yep. be able to do it. And and then you cast that doubt on yourself, or an identity upon yourself, which says, <clears throat> This is how I am. I'm just not made to do blah 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 blah. So that's the way it is. I just meant to be fat. I just meant to be this. I was meant to be that. I wasn't meant to have this. And so you're saying all your, you're speaking all of these things into your life. And trust me, your words have power. If God created us in the, in, in his image, right? 
he created us in his image and in his like likeness i believe it's genesis 1 verse 6 or something like that where it says he created us in the image and the likeness of him uh, of him he said hey let us he was talking he was talking to himself right god was talking to himself father son holy spirit <laughs> let us create man in our image and in our likeness mm -hmm. you know, so if he said that right he said oh let's create man let's create him in our image and our likeness." that's that means that if I speak a certain thing, because he had he 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 had uh Adam Adam wind up doing this very thing. So every beast and every bird and every creepy thing, he named everything. He said, You you call and it shall be. <clears throat> oh, that's a cat, that's a dog, that's a that's a goat, that's a monkey, that's a, a cheetah, that's a you know, and you're naming all of these things off, and they work. And he was like, Yo, it's good. So imagine. <laughs> If, so if if you're doing the same thing, which is negative on the negative side of things, think about because we don't think about it like that, you know. Satan has very 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 cunning in his way, where he approached uh, Eve and what did he say to her? He said, "Did God really say that you would surely die?" So he will twist the, tr the so so Satan's way of dealing with things is a twisted truth and twisted truth is basically a lie to oneself casting doubt upon yourself about certain things if god said you can move mountains with your words man that's enough for me to be like man i could do anything absolutely you know what i mean mm -hmm. so so i say all of to say and we're we're, we're 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 probably gonna have this going to a uh, part two <laughs> um what we say all to say man is make sure that anytime you're dealing with a particular situation, you know what, I'm gonna let Nick have this because I've been talking a lot. Oh, so oh no, I just I just wanted, I thought about something earlier. Yeah. Let's kind of, like you said, put the practicality on it. Mm. So far as the actions, the actions of changing your mind or renewing your mind, which means to make new again, because obviously if, if our minds were in a great place, we wouldn't need to renew our minds. Mm. So obviously, like we said, as believers, we're gonna renew our mind to the word of God, because our, our default, our natural way of thinking is, is thinking, thinking, <laughs> if, thinking, we honest, thinking. If, if we be honest about it. So just a few points in terms of, uh, like we were talking about earlier to bring it into perspective on some actual action steps. So number one, we need, need to acknowledge, hmm. um, acknowledgement is the first step. Um, we need to acknowledge that there's a need to change our mind, how to renew our mind. And that's how I can give you, let me give you a scripture for that. I think it's first, go ahead, go ahead. first, first John one, one, nine. Mm -hmm. Um, and it says, um, it says if we're, if we confess our sins, you know, so we acknowledge them, God is faithful and just to forgive us of those things. So a lot of people are like, well, how can I make that? I know that's toward God. And I understand mm -hmm. that that's a situation, a circumstance that, um that when that deals with our relationship with god but what is it what how does that how is that practical to me and my issue mm -hmm. so the practicality part of this like you said before acknowledging that thing and then also because for those who are believers god is within you the holy spirit has been imparted into you so if you acknowledge that thing he is going to go on, on your behalf and petition for that thing before God about that particular thing. So that's that's on for uh, for number one. 
And one thing we need to make perfectly clear, especially as seasoned believers, yeah, is that it requires faith, number one. And number two, it requires understanding that just because you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, let me see how to put this. Let me, I'm just going to be frank about it. He is not the end all be all. Mm. And what I mean by that, let me be specific about that. And you kind of touched on this earlier and I can um, vouch for it. Just because you saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Spirit, that doesn't mean everything that you're going through is going to be instantaneously a deliverance process. Mm. Not going to, not going to instantly heal. There's been things I've went to the altar for and, and I've received instant healing in the mind. I mean, like it was a magic wand waved across the altar. There's some other things you're going to have to 12 step. Let's just be honest about it. There's some other things you're going to have to put some systems in place, which I'm jumping ahead of myself on my list. <laughs> I so like that's number brother. one. Number one is acknowledgement. Number two, you need to zero in or identify exactly what you've, what you've acknowledged. You know what I mean? Number one, I got a problem. Number two, this is what my problem is. And that, and that scripture uh, that I gave for that one was, I believe it was set. Uh, I want to say it was first Peter. I want to say it was first Peter one fourteen. Let me see. Let me make sure I got that right. For those who want to be practical about it. Oh yes. And it says, uh, it says as obedient children, not conforming themselves to the lust and in the ignorance. Um, but he is called in holiness. So what was number two again? Number two is zero in on it. Yes. So as so conforming yourself to not conforming yourself to the formula. So zeroing on that thing, realizing it's an, an issue and not conforming to that particular thing, but consistently presenting that particular issue before God. So, yeah. All right. So number three is going to be to stop feeding it trash. Mm. Stop feeding it trash. Obviously, whatever you have zero in on is because you have fed your mind trash. Mm. You, mm. you fit, you know, um, I put stop feeding it. But when I started talking, it made me think about, you know, stop feeding it. What? And so trash came to mind. So stop feeding it trash. So yeah. acknowledge it, zero in on it, and then stop feeding it trash. If you continue, think about it. Everything has a gateway. Everything has a root. If you habitually cheat on your spouse, on your boyfriend, on your girlfriend, you probably need to stop watching pornography. <laughs> it's, 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 feeding, it's feeding the mind and, and fueling the habit. Feeding the mind, fueling the habit. Right. So, so, go ahead. Yeah, that's number three. Stop feeding it. And I, and I mean, I have, um, you know... A, Another scripture for that one, it is uh, Pro Proverbs 22, 26, 11. Okay. Where it says a dog returns to its own vomit. So fools oh, repeat their folly. Um, <laughs> so be mindful of that. If, if, if you left, left mess, like the reason why you, you know, the dog or a dog let go of that vomit because it wasn't good for them. Right. Wow. That's you know deep. What, well, what is it now? Proverbs what? <clears throat> it was Proverbs 26, uh, you know, 26, um, 11. And it says a dog 11. returns to his vomit. Now, and I've seen this before. I've seen dogs. Like if you put a dog in a cage by itself. Right. And I know that it's, it's disgusting to think about. 
It but is, but it's, but it's it's good. It's good. So I and I had a dog, right? So um, for for time being, I, we had him in that in that crate, and we knew he vomited because I could smell it, right? <laughs> and I'm looking for it. I could see the substance of where it was. He licked it back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and 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 we all know that when you vomit, you're not going back to it. That's why when we vomit, we go to the toilet, right? When we go and poo, right? We go and you know release, you know, number two, we're going to the toilet. Why? Because once we're done with it, we don't want to see it no more. Man, that's and so good. And it's the same thing with our issues. We don't once you're done with the particular thing, you know it ain't good for you, you get rid of it. You cast it, you cast it down, like you said, as waste. So yeah, Proverbs 26, 11. God almighty, that's deep. <laughs> I like, I like the way they put it like that. Because oh. one thing, one thing for sure that that scripture did, yeah, it it, it took every every bit of sugar coating off that thing. Yeah. And it called it, it called it what it was. <laughs> and that if that ain't enough to make you think about um uh, a horrible mindset. That that is likened to going back to your puke after you puked on the. Ugh. Is it is it your puke ain't nasty enough? It's on the Ugh. nasty ground, and you go back to it. Man, number four, get some accountability. Woo, get you some accountability. Woo, man, we used to look at the ministry of Jesus on that one. <laughs> look, we look at Jesus said, "Look, I love what Jesus did." Right. You can look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Look at John if you want to start there. John immediately goes and you said, get you a 12 step plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, I, I've heard I've heard a pastor down talk. Yeah. A 12 step program and yeah. down talk a therapist. And it's like, come on now. You know, look, getting getting you. Jesus went and got him a 12. <laughs> He I did. just want to say that Jesus would have got a twelve. You hear me? He did. So God, if you got to get you a that's twelve good. set plan. That's that's great. But if you that's got good. twelve that's friends, good. a circle of friends, they all not going to give you the same advice. No, that's dynamic right there, bro. That's yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus got him a twelve. He going to get you a twelve. <laughs> that's dynamic. Or unless you want a twenty-two. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> No, hey, that'll get you 25. <laughs> that gets 25. Better get 12 like Jesus had, because at 22, it'll get you 25. Yeah. Or, or better yet, get you 66, man. You know, and <laughs> you know, and, and read that thing. But <laughs> but Jesus when he got his 12, man. And you man, that's you, good. You look at the, the ministry of Jesus, he called each individual out of what they were doing, that they were they were used to doing, right? You know, and they called him out of that particular thing and he discipled him. And I think we all need discipleship, fellowship, friends, like you said, a circle of entrusted individuals that you're not trusting them, entrusting them with everything that you know. But what you're doing is you're saying this one particular area I need focus on and I need accountability upon. And I really I like that. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I got, I got two more. Number five is number five is put systems in place. Mm. You know, just because, um, just because you 
come out of a particular thing, that does not mean you're forever free. Hmm. You know, just because you you broke a particular mindset or a particular mind cycle, that doesn't mean you're free. Put you got to put systems in place. You got to, um, you you can't say in your mind that I'm that I'm done. If if uh, if I break this, like I said, I got a health coach. If I break this cycle of food. I can't just act like at that point, I don't, oh, I don't need accountability anymore because I've broken the cycle of food. No, you need to keep that as an active topic because you can always fall back. You know, stress, uh, a family member or something dies and you're looking for some type of solace in that moment. You run back to some of that mm, stuff. Mm, and mm. so put the systems in place that in your most vulnerable moments, you don't run and fall short of the glory um, mm. again. again. And Paul, you know, there's... I think talk, Paul talks about that in Romans, where he says, once you've been free um, by the grace of God, does that mean you need to continue in sin? No, he said no. He, 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 he was clear about just because you've been free from a thing doesn't mean that it won't come back, especially if you have a struggle in a, in a particular area. So if you're mm -hmm. struggling, struggling in a particular area, um, it's going to take you, like you, Nick said, is it's going to probably take you a 12-step plan, right? And mm -hmm. those 12 steps should be like, okay, I'm heading in the right direction. Okay, I'm coasting, right? I'm doing good. Oh, man, there's a sign for, there's a sign showing showing my hindrance. There's another sign that's showing my hindrance, hindrance. Let me see what I did to be delivered from this thing before so that I can go back and, and repeat those steps again. Um, mm -hmm. And so if, and, and, and that's, and that's a plan, you know, that I would say create a surefire plan that's going to continuously, uh, that's going to continuously work. If it's not strong enough and you know, it's not strong enough, work on it a little bit more. Like for me, I needed to have a workout plan in front of my eyes I, because, okay. because when I went into the gym, I was like, I'm just going to freestyle it. And freestyling it is cool and it's right. Sometimes you don't you want to just break the break the uh the the routine of doing the same thing over and over again. So sometimes you're like, man, I'm just gonna go in here and just but don't build a routine. Don't think you're gonna have any growth off of just freestyling. Mm -mm. You know not what I'm saying? You you're not gonna build any lasting uh results off of freestyling. So I decided to create myself a chart, right? And mm -hmm. I would look back at that chart and I would say, okay, I've increased my weight by this, this amount. I've increased in, in, in three weeks, I've been able to increase my weight by this amount. Um, and if I continue on this path, I'll be able to looking at my previous or my history, I will be mm -hmm. able to possibly reach my, you know, a goal, right? That goal of X amount of weight, you know, whatever it may be in a particular work, workout. You know, but my goal is what? It's not to just have big arms, you know? Mm -hmm. So my goal is to have, let's say, an A-frame shape. So how do I get that A-frame shape? Let me create a process for that. So if I am just freestyling toward an A-frame shape, I have no aim. It's like a, okay. guy, a man with a gun, right? He got a bunch of targets in front of him, but which one is the most, is going to hinder him the most? Which one is going to get him first? But which one, which which target is going to get first? Which one is closer? And it's always the one, to me, in my opinion, the closest is the one that you want to tackle or the one that is 
the most hindering that could cause mm -hmm. you the most problems is the one you want to tackle first. So creating that that 12 step or 12 step plan, it don't have to be, but a plan that has multiple steps within it, which can render uh, the success that you're looking for. Absolutely. Yep. So the last one on the, um, the list is put in new material. Mm. You know, you, you, you can't, um, you can't take the old out and don't replace it with something. Because like I said earlier, if you don't, if you don't use your mind, these ads and these commercials will, you know, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. So, so I, I don't mind. And I know it's a scripture something that talks yeah. about an idle mind. Yeah. Devil's yeah. Work. So, so yeah. You don't want to idle mind either. Now, ain't no sense of cleaning out the refrigerator. Don't put no more food back in there now. Yeah. Ain't, hey, ain't no sense of taking out all the junk food in the refrigerator, but don't put no healthy food back in there. Man. Because guess what? You ain't now. I ain't got no food in the refrigerator. Now I'm gonna go eat fast food. Mm. So, so, so you didn't. You know what I mean? You cleaned it out, but you so, didn't put the the, new, the the good stuff back in there. So I would say set your continue to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. And I, and I like that because that's my mindset is, is this going to, is this going to, am I going to profit from this? You know, rich people, you know, folks that, and I was telling my daughter this the other day, I said, baby, look, you got money. Yes. But anytime you're going to the store, how is this going to benefit you? Cause I'm telling you, mm -hmm. rich people are very practical. Like you mentioned earlier, they're very, very practical in their approach. They didn't get rich just by accident but they did they took some practical steps and one of those steps within there is not putting your money on things that are going to have depreciating value right so uh, for the longest bill gates used to drive a corolla and people couldn't understand why he was driving a corolla you know he's a billion he's a billionaire millionaire whatever it may be um you look at mark zuckerberg and um um What's the other guy? Um, not Fifty Cent. Um, Dr. Dre, which mm -hmm. I'm praying for praying for his family because you know he went through some health complications. I think he had a brain aneurysm. Um, but he, if you look at these guys, every single time you see him, Dre has a black shirt on. Zuckerberg has a blue shirt on. They're not buying the most flashy stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's the people, and I've always told myself this, it's the folks who are the most flashy is the one that really don't have no money. <laughs> Am I yeah, right or wrong? It, yeah, because unless you like, unless you like celebrity status and you're doing that because it helps your brand, then it, it don't make sense for, for somebody broke to do it. You know what I mean? People, you, you'll see people all the time that that look rich, but they actually broke. And then mm -hmm. you'll see people that's, that's um, rich, but they look broke. But yeah, you're right. You know, it's so funny because I remember uh, meeting uh, some years back, it's probably early, I want to say it was 2005, 2006, I met Marlo Hampton. And Who was that? she was off of uh, 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 Real uh, Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Real okay. Housewives of Atlanta. And she wasn't a wife, but she was a, um, they eventually, I think, made her a personality on the show. I don't really follow the show, but um, at that time, she had a couple of cameos or what have you. She was kind of a personality that was on the show, a friend of a friend or whatever. And um, so she would come, I was working um, at the UPS stores. I was actually a manager, um, uh, managing a UPS store. And I did some graphic design as well 
for uh, for them. And she had walked in the, in the store and I was like, okay, man, she's real flashy, kind of uppity, you know, but then when I started talking to her, she was real down to earth. But she, what she was telling, she was like, you, you know, I want to, I want to send this, uh, this, uh, this dress, you know, this dress off. She wanted, she wanted to send it to somebody who bought it. And I was like, okay, I didn't think anything of it, but she would come in with these outfits all the time and sell them. So I asked her, I said, I said, what, I said, how much do these outfits going for? She said, well, you know, I'm, I'm Marlo Hampton, right? And I said, no, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know that. And she said, oh yeah, yeah. She said, um, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I said, yeah, I heard about the show. I don't watch it. <laughs> and um, at the time she was dating um, a running back uh, for the New Orleans Saints. And it was a big guy. He came in, he was a real big guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew like just by his size, I was like, he got to be somebody of importance. So I just thought, oh, this is just his girlfriend, you know? Coming to find out, she was a lot pop, a lot more popular probably than he was. Um, okay, and I see her right here. Yeah, yeah. So we we was coming, you know, she would come in and we come and say, and she's real down to earth. But what she said to me, which was kind of, kind of indicative to what um, 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 our topic is about, was she would buy those outfits. She made a she made a profit off of them. So what she did was she intentionally, right? We talked about it being intentional. She intentionally wore certain outfits on the show. If they were filming and she was going to be around her friend or if she was going to be in an environment of filming. She would wear this particular outfit because she knew she was going to get compliments on it. And then that same outfit that she possibly wore on the show, she would probably wear it to like some kind of a fun weight raiser event or what have you. And people would like, you know, the, the outfit. And so she would put it up for sale online. Mm. And I mean, she was making 2000 15000 I mean, on clothing, bro. Good money, yeah. She advertised Good money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she was like, make sure these things is wrapped up nice. Make sure they're not going to get this. And I was like, I got you. I got you covered. And she was, like I said, she was real down to earth. Like, just you would think that these people was real uppity, you know. But no, nah, she was just like, I'm being practical about what I'm not going to wear it again. I mean, she was, I'm not going to wear this outfit again. But what happens is for people that's looking on the outside looking in, like I was saying before, is they look at that individual and like, I want to be like them. Not realizing that Marlo, if you saw her in real life, she was wearing regular clothing. She was dressed down majority of the time. She was low key. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's just the intentionality to, uh, for a lot of those celebrities. They're very intentional. If they, you see Zuckerberg wearing a blue shirt, He's wearing a blue shirt because that ain't clothing is not a value to him as much as some of some other stuff. Right? Yeah, Kanye West, Kanye do that a lot too. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of these celebrities do that. Yeah, when they out in public, like you said, they're gonna wear the their brand and whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, they're not. They're like you and I. They they dress down majority of the time, you know, um, and they're getting money by doing it, you know, because they're saving and they're being intentional. I had another person tell me, man, that rich people are the most stingiest people that you ever meet and and I, and I really thought about that and I was like are they being stingy or they're just intentional about their spending so back to you man oh no no I, I totally I totally agree um but again it's about the mindset mm. you know which uh yeah it's about the mind you know change your mind mm. Mm. renew your mind renew your mind yes sir 
Well, folks, uh, I mean, we, this is such a great show. I think we did a really great job um, on really bringing some really thought, um, some thoughtful information to you guys. And we really uh, need uh, your following. We really love that um, um, the folks that are continuing on and listening to um, King's Talk, uh, we really appreciate that. And we just ask that you share this information, share this show with anybody that you believe, especially in this show in particular, who need to have that change in thought, need to have a change in tra uh, trajectory. Um, we, we, we think that this show will definitely be beneficial uh, to them, but also too, if there's some things that you've heard within the show itself um, and you feel like, man, I want you guys to expound a little bit more on there, um, you can actually send uh, me an email and I'm gonna throw my email out there and Nick, you can give yours as well. Um, but my email is uh, Rick, that's R-I-C-K dot W-I-L-L-I-A 11 at gmail.com. Um, it's Rick dot Willia 11 at gmail.com. Um, and also you can also uh, DM me on the uh, webs or on the IG page at uh, King's Talk. That's K-N-G-S underscore T-L-K um, on IG. Go on there, send me your, you know, whatever questions you may have. Nick, uh, you want to give out your... I got your I got an email. My email is McCaskillDream. It's M-C-C-A-S-K-I-L-L-D-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. McCaskillDream at gmail.com. Yeah, and just hit us up. Um, we really want to uh, be able to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. But we also want your feedback as well. That's the biggest thing. Um, we will be starting a new segment uh, within this particular uh, the show. Uh, I know that the shows that we have been doing are pretty lengthy. And we're really trying to gauge the time on how we present these topics. Some of these topics may be broken up into two parts. Uh, but we will be doing a segment which will be driven by you guys. And uh, the idea is that we want to hear some of your rants. So if you have, you know, if you're a Christian and you got some issues, some, you know, you just want to rant and just, you know, uh, uh, give out, you know, say what's on your mind and um, or whatever it may be, something that's been bothering you for the week. Uh, we want to air it. We want to air it on, on this show. Um, and we probably may discuss uh, that particular uh, that particular rant. We may give you some uh, ideas or, or pointers on how you can get through through those certain situations. But we want to hear from you. We want to be able to have you a part of the show as much as possible. Um, but on behalf of me and Rick, uh, Nick, we just want to please uh, we want to thank you um, for listening in on this uh, this new episode of King's Talk. Please tell a friend, tell a friend, because when King's Talk, you got to listen. People listen. People listen. Peace. What's up, everyone? And thank you so much for listening to part two of Change Your Mind. You know, this particular topic has been great for New Year resolutions. You know, you may have a plan in place, but just know that speed bumps are going to show up circumstances are going to show up situations are going to pop up but we have to be relentless in our approach uh, for our goals we don't want to look back at this year and say man i had a goal but i just didn't accomplish it find a way dig in 
and and push through um, any obstacle, any circumstance that may be in your way. So I am very excited. And this is this episode just really blessed me. Um, I, I'm going to go back and listen to it uh, probably two more times uh, just to get the, the fullness of what this message was all about. Um, however, I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You guys have a great week and God bless you. Thanks.